Welcome to Things You Missed in Sunday School, where we talk about the lesser known, the obscure, but interesting stories from the Bible and church history. My name is Spencer, and with me is Ron. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, we have compiled an exhaustive list. Completely. Exhaustive. It is exhaustive. We did not miss a single thing from the Bible or church history. Right. Uh, and it has people, places, <laughs> things, ideas, and events that we're going to go through one by one over the course of this entire series. For this episode, we will be looking at entry number 22 on the list. Entry number 22, 22. but it's going to be our first. And uh, it is entitled Easter Origins. So... Ron, when I was growing up, I always heard this old wife's tale that if it rained on a Sunday, it would have to rain for the next seven Sundays. I, I do not remember that ever being confirmed or denied, though. I just don't remember. Yeah. I do not know what the weather is supposed to be like this Sunday, but uh, if it rains, we'll see, I guess. I have not looked at the forecast either, but I do know that I have tested that theory. Okay. And I have not found that to be true. Oh, okay. I, I'd always heard that growing up as well, and so if it rains on Easter, anymore. I make it a point just to just see to if... Yeah, I, I have not found that to be true. Gotcha. Uh, did you ever hear any old wives' tales when you were growing up? Y- you know what? I, I did hear one uh, that my grandpa used to mention that I don't know if it was true either, but okay. he said it always rained on Good Friday as well. It always did? Always did to oh, commemorate, okay. especially around 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that was the time that Jesus was crucified. Right. I never found that to be true as well. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. I guess, but the people listening to this will have already found out. You might want to edit this. So this is a weird, like... Like, we're in the past, but they're in the future thing. Okay. Yeah. But but i tell you a story. Okay. Let me tell you a story that happened to me when I was a kid at church. We had an Easter egg hunt, obviously, on Easter. Mm-hmm. And I had this nice new little blazer that, that Mom bought me for Easter. And I was just so proud of it. I just thought I looked really sharp. Had these white shoes and white belt. Okay, okay. this is early 70s, yeah, that's right? very sharp. Very so sharp. I was a sharp-dressed little dude. I was about four years old. And I found a prize egg. Okay. All right. So my prize egg got me a chocolate cross. Okay. I was so excited about the chocolate cross that I took the egg and I put it in the pocket of my sharp blazer. Get home, take it off. Mom takes it and hangs it up. Oh, man. I'm not sure how long it took for us to discover that the egg was still in the pocket. Yeah. But hard-boiled eggs smell really bad. Oh, my goodness. After several days. That would be rough. Yeah. Ruin the coat. Oh, yeah. I bet. Anyway. That'd be very stinky. Exciting story, yeah, I know. That's but right. I remember it. So, Ron, if you were from an island and, I don't know, you were rescued from the island and you came to America during Holy Week, okay? You, I don't know, you came to like, somebody invited you to their home and you came to church on Palm Sunday. Her, you saw the palms, you know, usually a lot of churches have like the kids march around with the palm branches. and Right. Uh, so you saw that. You heard about Good Friday where this guy named Jesus died and then, the, you, you know, whoever you were living with, they brought you to church on Easter Sunday. Every Everyone's there. Everyone's dressed up in all these pretty colors, and and then they after they talk about this Jesus who was dead just on Friday, but somehow he's not dead now. And then they talk about this bunny and these eggs. What on earth, from an outsider looking in, what on earth do you think like your origin story would be? Do you have any idea? I'd be confused, right? Number one, because bunnies and eggs, but you know, bunnies don't lay eggs. Bunnies don't, don't lay eggs, and they don't cluck like chickens. So if you're watching like TV. And you see the Cadbury commercial. Right, uh, the, 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 that never meant. 
The tryout. Yeah, I, that I, is I never... my wife's favorite Easter commercial. See, it makes no sense. Yeah, there's the uh, there's yeah there's the one that goes buck 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 buck, but there's yeah. the cat that goes buck meow buck meow. <laughs> yes, and she thinks that is hilarious. Okay, it would be very confusing. Uh, yeah, but uh, but I would also be confused as to okay, how could this guy? You know, if I've never heard the gospel before, how how could this guy who was dead? How could he be alive again? Right. So that would certainly it, there'd be all kinds of confusion on many different levels. I would think, but you know, I, I would probably just because of the secularization of Easter, I would probably just come uh, into town and think that, hey, it's all about jelly beans and eggs and chocolate baskets and that sort of thing. Yeah. So today we are talking all about Easter and its origins. We'll talk about what the Bible says about the first Easter, and we'll dive into some of the more modern day things and how they came in, like the eggs and the bunnies and all that stuff. Okay. So, we'll start off with just what Scripture says. If uh, if you read Luke chapter 23, verses 50 through 56, uh, you hear about this guy named Joseph of Arimathea. Is that how you always pronounce it? Arimathea. Absol- good enough. And he took yep. the body of Christ and placed it, uh, placed him, placed the body of Christ in a tomb. And according to verse 54 of Luke 23, it says that all this happened on Preparation Day, mm-hmm. which Preparation Day is uh, the day before the Sabbath, right? It was the day they, because they weren't allowed to do anything on the Sabbath, right. no working. Yep. So on Preparation Day, which would be Friday you would prepare for the following day. Like you would get, I, I get, would you get like more food, like more bread, yeah, more I, stuff? Yeah, ready, I think anything so. you were going to do, you would have to um, just prepare in advance uh, uh, because you weren't allowed to do do anything. So yeah, you would do uh, a little extra on up, Friday. You'd yeah, stock, stock up, up. Uh, you know, butcher twice as much meat, harvest mm-hmm. twice as much grain or whatever for the normal day. So as most people might not, I mean, I guess maybe they do, maybe they don't. Uh, the Sabbath in first century Israel was Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so Saturday was known as the last day of the week. That was how the week ended. God rested on the Sabbath. So that was the seventh day. So he, that was the end of the week. Right. So the first three verses of Luke 24 says that on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. So what we know from scripture is that he died on preparation day, which is Friday, mm-hmm. and resurrected on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. Sunday. Now, where we get the quote-unquote three days is from the fact that they, they didn't look at days the same way we did. Like, a day ends when to us? Uh, for me, is when I go to bed, <laughs> yeah. you know? Is there, like, or at midnight at is midnight. when the day ends. Precisely. But, for which us, some, most time I'm in bed, so I don't see it. Gotcha, yeah. For us, uh, we transition from one day to the next at midnight. But for first century Jews, a day ended when the day ended, which was a when it sunset. Was no, when it was no longer day. When the, yeah, when day is over, that's when the day is over. So Friday ends at sundown, and Saturday ends the next evening at sundown. And then Jesus resurrects the next morning, being Sunday. So he was dead for three different days, while not necessarily being dead for 72 hours. Right, right. So some people have tried to figure out the exact date that Jesus died. I've I've seen many articles online, people trying to dissect what scripture says to see what year Jesus died. Then maybe we could celebrate it like we celebrate 4th of July, like where we celebrate on the day or like Groundhog yeah. Day. We yeah. celebrate Groundhog Day on what, like February 2nd it every is. year. Yeah, period. February 2nd. Um, which, by the way, it's Groundhog Day. I've always said Groundhog's Day. Yeah, you'd be incorrect. I would be incorrect yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but there are three times. Did you know this? There are three times in Scripture when we are given Jesus' age. 
Okay. Uh, you know, the famous story when he's 12. Right. Uh, but when he grows up, there's only two other times that his age is ever referenced. When he begins his ministry, the Bible says that he was... He was 30. It says he was about 30. About 30. Yeah. And in John chapter 8, the uh, I guess this is kind of a reference to his age... The Pharisees say that he isn't 50 yet. Right. So our, our two things is when he was baptized, when he began his ministry, we know he was about 30, mm-hmm. which, I mean, could that mean between like 20, just 29 and 10 months old, I guess? Or like, what would you, if you could, which we shouldn't assume because like this is, uh, it is what it is. We don't know how old Jesus was specifically, but to you, what is quote about thirty? What is the range of about thirty? <clears throat> twenty nine plus. Twenty nine or more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we do know his ministry lasted three years. Yes, we get that from scripture. Yes. So that's why we traditionally think that Jesus died when he was mm-hmm. thirty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it said he was about thirty. So anyway, one proposal I've heard actually was well, here. It is ready. Jesus died at three o'clock. Okay. Okay. On Friday, April 3rd, year 33, someone did the math of when they thought all this stuff was happening. So if you want to know, according to this one, it is Friday, April 3rd at 3 o'clock, and the resurrection happened on Sunday, April 5th. Uh, But either way, there were some disagreements as to when uh, to celebrate Easter in the early church. People didn't know when to celebrate it. So the first part is uh, we're going to talk about how, how Easter gets its dating. Because Easter is on different Sundays every year. Yep. It's uh, it can be in any it can be in March or April. It changes year to year, and there's really no rhythm to it. Like it's not just one day later, year to year. It, it could be in mid to late April one year, and then early you know mid March the next year. It could go back and forth. Which I find very interesting because we pinned down December twenty fifth as his birth, which that's probably way off. And we have more evidence to support when he probably died, exactly. and that bounces all over the place. Right. But Actually, that's a whole other sermon. Exactly, and uh, uh, the date and uh, origin of, e- uh, of Christmas, that's another episode. So let's not get too far ahead of okay. ourselves. Okay, well, my bad. <laughs> uh, well, actually, speaking of, we'll get to... Uh, actually, you made a little connection that we'll make here in a second. So, uh, for the first couple hundred years of the church, they didn't know when to celebrate Easter. People were celebrating it at different times, until an emperor named Constantine, he decided to have a big meeting in the year 325, almost exactly 300 years after Jesus uh, was around. Uh, He wanted to discuss some disagreements among the church at that time, but also the dating of Easter. This is known as the Council of Nicaea. Uh, There were lots of bishops there, and even, you mentioned Christmas, even St. Nick was there. He was there, really? Yeah, there's strong, strong evidence that even St. Nicholas was there for that. I've learned something today. Right? Uh, That's the point of this podcast, Ron. That's good. That's good, yeah. We're not just informing other people. No, we are learning ourselves. We are. So they discussed a lot of things at this meeting. One was the nature of God, whether Jesus and the Father were the same or not, but also was the date of Easter. Hmm. Traditionally, it's said that they agree that Easter should be on a Sunday because Jesus resurrected. That makes sense, yeah. So they wanted to stick with that. And it should have worldwide uniformity that basically when whatever's agreed upon, everybody should just go with it. Like it cannot be that because maybe because they thought they saw Easter as the most important holiday. You know, it's his resurrection. Uh, so like no matter what, we should all agree on it. And they agreed that it should not be dependent on the Jewish calendar. No, like doesn't matter. Like it doesn't have to agree with Passover or anything like that. It it's independent from the Jewish calendar. Okay. It was eventually agreed upon that Easter would be on the be on the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. Okay. 
So not complicated at all. No, easy. Easy so, stuff. Because I'm always paying attention to the spring equinox and the four, first full moon. That's Do you know I'm when the spring equinox that. is? It's in the spring. <laughs> um, get, it's always on the same day, do you it, know? Uh, it is March 20th. It is uh, It is March 20th or 21st. 21st, I'm yeah. sure people listening to us. First day of us, spring, right? I'm, I'm sure people yeah. listening to us right now are like, it's March 21st. I, you know, I, well, that all depends on whether you know, you're looking at it from the Jewish sundown as the new day. I guess so, Like yeah. we talked about earlier, right? I believe I believe <laughs> it is March 21st. I think you're right. I yeah. think it is. I never can remember sure the fall are, and the spring. I'm, I'm sure people listening are getting very frustrated. That we I just hope someone's sure. listening. It's, I, it doesn't nice. matter. It doesn't matter. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it, it, I don't care if you think we're idiots because we know we are. <laughs> so, uh, I know it is the 21st because the earliest Easter can be is March 22nd. 22nd, so There yeah. will never be an Easter on March 21st. Okay. And that also means that the latest Easter can be is April 25th. Mm-hmm. It has to be between March 22nd and April 25th. So, they decided it had to be on the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. In 2018... The first full moon after the spring equinox was March 31st. Okay. And so basically it's okay, so when's the first Sunday after March 31st? Well, just coincidentally, March 31st is a Saturday. So for 2018, Easter is on Sunday, April 1st. Yes. Which is kind of early, really. I mean, mean, uh, it it leans towards the earlier side. Yeah. It's uh, only... Well, and compared to what we've had the previous years, certainly, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always... Well, I don't want to say always, but in recent years it has been right. a little later than what it is now. Anyway. But to I make things that's... even more frustrating, we're not even for sure that they decided this at all. Hmm. So this is just one theory of how we got this tradition of the first full moon after the first after the spring equinox. The first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox is a lot of people believe that the Council of Nicaea came up with this, uh, but we're not totally for certain that that's how it came about. Yeah, I don't know. I think there were a lot of crazy things that came out of that council on that particular day or month or however sure. long they met because, you know, Constantine, he was a nice guy. He had great intentions, but he's basically forcing everybody in Rome to be a Christian. And, mm-hmm. and so all of these people who are serving in these roles, you know, he's probably got some kind of agenda, perhaps, even though he seems like a pretty good guy. Probably got an agenda. I'm going to guess that there are some things that went about in that, you know, that council that were not great. Sure. So who knows? Either way, it's what we got. Yeah, Yeah. it's what we got. It's what we do now. You can predict Easter's date forever because all you have to look for, okay, what's the first full moon after March 21st? First Sunday after that, that's going to be Easter. So the last time Easter was on March 22nd was exactly 200 years ago wow. on 1818. Okay. And it won't be on March 22nd like because, what I again, March 22nd is the earliest it can be on. Uh, it won't be on March 22nd again until 2285. Okay. So we... Mark your calendar, okay? I'll be yeah. I'll be three hundred and eighty-five years old, or three hundred ninety-five. You figured that out? Yeah. Well, I was born in nineteen ninety, so it's not. Okay. I, I was born on a solid zero number, so it's not too hard. Yeah. So that's how we get the date of Easter mm. is by that. So here's the last couple things. Where do we even get the word Easter? Yeah, uh, interesting. The word Easter actually comes. Some from, people get really worked up over this too. Right. By the way, because the word Easter comes from a pagan goddess. Uh, people listening need to realize that mispronouncing words is going to be like our thing mm-hmm. throughout this whole this whole podcast. Mm-hmm. So I believe how you pronounce this is Ostra. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guess, Eustra, it's E-O-S-T-R-E. Mm-hmm. And that is a pagan goddess of a spring and fertility. And the Ostra, 
question mark. A celebration was always around the same time as a celebration of Jesus' resurrection. So, just because they were around the same time, the word Easter just got stuck with this celebration. The, you know, these Christians were celebrating Jesus' resurrection, and the celebration of Easter, whatever, however you want to say it, was around the same time. Mm-hmm. So, they just got stuck together with uh, the Christians were celebrating Easter, and that's mm. how we got that name even to this day. Well, yeah. interesting. Some really struggle with this. I saw somebody uh, on Facebook was really going off on a rant the other day about we shouldn't we be shouldn't used, call it we shouldn't be yeah we shouldn't call it Easter. Uh, don't use that word. It's a pagan word, so right. on and so forth. The same people that were saying this, I know, are are kind of like lean toward the King James version of the Bible. Gotcha. And I find it interesting because in the King James Version of the Bible, in Acts chapter 12, verse 4, oh. it uses the word Easter. Yeah. In fact, it says this. It says, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four qu- quaternions. <laughs> there <laughs> there it be, is. That's yeah, our thing. Uh, of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Gotcha. Because I so, think traditionally... We can't have it both ways. I think if you're going to be KJV only, you got to be okay with using the word Easter. Right. Because I think traditionally in those passages, it's talking about Passover. It is. The word is Pasha, P-A-S-C-H-A, which stands for for Passover. Okay. But yeah, that's the word. That's the way the NIV translates. Mm -hmm. I think that's a more accurate translation. But since Jesus died... all around Passover, that's why... But you got to understand, that's about 1,300 years after the Council of Nicaea that the King James Version was printed. So Mm -hmm. for 1,300 years, the church had been using this term... Easter. Easter. So it kind of found its way into the King James. Yeah. Man, version. you are you are you're getting a lot a lot of our future podcast episodes. One episode is all about the King James version. Is it really? Yeah. Well, We're gonna talk about the origin of that. That's that's uh, why so, I'm the senior minister. There we go, just... yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how we get the term Easter. And then comes the bunny. The bunny. Now the goddess. The bunny. Oh, that is genius. <laughs> I wonder if that's how what Phil Vischer it, was thinking. It might have been. When he it came up with that episode. It could have been. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yep, good um, stuff. But anyway. Sorry. Nice uh, VeggieTales reference there. Thank you. So then comes the bunny. Th- this goddess, Oistra, <laughs> I think I pronounced Let's call it. her Oprah. <laughs> I think I've pronounced it like 12 different ways. Uh, apparently she really liked bunnies. And so again, when she became associated with Easter, uh, well, when she became associated with Jesus' resurrection, so did her pet bunnies. Okay. Here we go. Let's just test something out. Okay. Here. Okay. I'm going to ask Siri, how do you pronounce the goddess of fertility that Easter is <laughs> oh, named man. after? All right. Okay. Let's I'll put it. it close enough to where the phone, let's where the it. microphone picks it this up. This could be good. Siri, how do you pronounce the goddess of fertility? Come on. Help me out, Siri. Istra or Ustra, oh, Anglo-Saxon. Istra. Istra or Ustra, Anglo-Saxon. Ustra. Istra or you got to do the Ustra. little yeah you, you got to do, do the little R click yeah. I'm gonna do it so like uh, gloriously now Istra <laughs> okay there you go so, you got it so thank you for that you're uh, welcome so that's my she, little contribution yeah her name being Istra or Ustra Anglo Saxon oh, I can't even <laughs> say that right oh my goodness I guess you, she had a lot you of you gotta get the Anglo Saxon yeah I gotta get the Anglo Anglo Saxon. Uh, so, and bunnies uh, have related to new life. Yeah, that's that's just. Do we have to go? That there? goes without saying. Can we just no, keep moving on? No, now? no, that's yeah, uh, good. 
And so since yeah. Easter and springtime both deal with new life, you know, mm-hmm. plants are growing, uh, Jesus is resurrecting, that the bunnies got thrown in there as well. And so that's yep. where we get the bunnies. And so lastly, the eggs. Yes. Why do we do egg rolling? Why do we paint eggs, chocolate eggs, all that stuff? Eggs, uh, this is kind of, I guess this would be obvious, but they have long been associated with birth. Mm-hmm. You know, things yeah, makes sense. You know, are born out of eggs. And it became a part of the Easter tradition in the 1200s. It turns out that it is actually a tradition that originated in Iran, where they would celebrate the Iranian New Year by painting eggs. That was just their tradition. And their New Year, when do you think it is? It is the spring equinox. So tradition says wow. that when Christians first started painting eggs, uh, they mostly painted them red to symbolize Jesus' makes blood. Sense. And then just ever since... We've that just, makes sense. The Iranian thing does not make sense. Yeah, I guess we just adopted that from them. When Maybe when missionaries went to the, you know, the Iran area and we're trying to convert people. When did that start, do you know? It says the 1200s. The 1200s, when, okay. Is when we, uh, we being like the Christian church, like... Okay, so now we've got 900 years of Ustra, Ustra. tradition or whatever still, you know, kind of infiltrating the church a little bit. So you see, well, I don't say infiltrating because that sounds really bad and negative, right. but but certainly has influenced mm-hmm. some of those things. Right. Yeah. Okay. So to summarize, that's where we get the date. That is where the bunny comes from. That's where the word Easter comes from. It's from mm-hmm. Istra or Ustra, Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> um, and uh, that's where we get the eggs, and we paint eggs. Uh, we start painting eggs because for red because of Jesus' blood, and I guess just over the years we've just changed it up and like painted all these pretty pastel colors and spring colors and stuff like that. And sometimes you, you put them in the pocket of your favorite blazer and forget about there it. There you go. Made it full circle. Appreciate that. Yeah, just um, wrap it up. Easter, in my opinion, is the most important Christian holiday. Would you agree okay. with that? Would you say that if, if Jesus would have been born and died and stayed dead, Paul says in that verse, if Christ has not risen, your faith well, he would may? Yeah, it, if, if Christ had been born and died and stayed dead, he wouldn't be Christ. Right, like we... He wouldn't be God. Right. <laughs> so that changes everything. So that's why I would say Easter is so it's it was it's the most important holiday but i would say yes i mean it, he came for the purpose of dying right just a lot of time christmas gets all this attention uh-huh. uh, because you know it's the birth of jesus which it should absolutely well we get more excited about births than we do deaths sure and a lot of people i don't know maybe they don't get excited about this time of year because a lot of people just don't believe that he did that he came back alive right. they just don't believe they just think he Okay, he was an important figure in history. He was born. He lived 33 years. He died. He had a lot of good teachings, but he wasn't God. Right. And that, that is the that is the third reference you had on a future episode uh, where we're going to talk about all the different resurrection theories okay. uh, where people are like, oh, he didn't die, or he yeah. didn't resurrect, they stole his body, or he didn't resurrect, mm. they went to the wrong tomb. He didn't resurrect because he really didn't die on the cross. He just woke up in the tomb. Uh, because he never really died. He just yeah. That's a but that yeah. well that's a that's a maybe we'll do that soon uh, mm-hmm. because those uh, because it ties in with Easter. Sure. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, but I guess Easter is so important uh, because yeah, like I said in First Corinthians fifteen seventeen it says, and if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. But the reason why we celebrate Easter is because the tomb is empty. He did resurrect, and that gives us hope for our future. Yeah. Awesome.
And that concludes uh, this episode of Entry 22 Easter Origins. We are ministers of East Columbus Christian Church, Columbus, Indiana. We invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 8.30 or at 10.45 with Sunday school in between. There are children's church services. There are indeed. During those times as well. We've got uh, Sunday evening service at 6 also, and there are youth and children's group activities on Wednesday nights. Yep. There's we a, got meal. a meal. Good There's stuff. There's a meal Every on week. Wednesday nights. we got good food yeah. at 6 o'clock. Lesson at 6.30. Feel free to contact us. We even have our own email address. Really? And it's long, but it's Man. good. This, this podcast is called Things You Missed in Sunday School, and our email address is Missed in Sunday School. One word, no spaces, no caps, nothing. Missed in Sunday School at gmail.com. Feel free to contact us if... If we got anything wrong. <laughs> I'm sure we did. Yeah. I'm sure um, we did. And as always, don't take our word for it. Take God's word for it. See you later. Later.